Thursday. Last day in the studio. Praise be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, glory be. Oh, happy day. (laughs) If anybody has watched Handmaid's Tale, they're laughing hysterically right now. Praise be. (laughs) Have you watched it yet? No, I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to watch it. It does not interest me. This weird dystopian future where women are subservient again, but even more so than they ever were. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thank you. Whatever. This is not Trump's America. (laughs) I don't even know how to respond to that. (laughs) On today's show, lessons for my younger self. Are we giving away our info too much and de-stress with Tetris? But first, it is November 15th. We got a few holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? Nope. No holidays. (laughs) Don't lie to me. We have... Five holidays. Five holidays. And none of them are like... Incredibly exciting. Great. (laughs) Number one, America Recycles Day. Yeah. Everybody recycle. Do you recycle anything? (laughs) Renew, reuse, recycle. I recycle... No, I don't recycle. No, you don't recycle anything? I think the only thing we recycle at all is Walmart bags. Yeah, okay, we do, do, that. do that. You bring yeah. Walmart bags? Yeah. Or reuse them? Yeah. Which we do that a lot. I don't understand. If you go to a store and get these bags, there should be no there should be nobody who buys tiny bags for tiny trash cans. Yeah. Why would that ever be bought? You have Walmart bags. Okay, so here's my thing though. They're the perfect size. I'm about to tell you just how kind of crazy OCD I am. All right. Okay. Our kids' bathroom is the main bathroom that is used for, like, when people come over. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have a white trash can in their bathroom. Okay. Walmart bags are gray. Mm-hmm. Albertson's bags are brown. brown. Okay. So, once a week, I like to go to stores that have white bags. So that those white bags go in the kids' white trash can in their bathroom so that when we have company over and they see my trash can there, they're not like, for real, Mo, you got a gray bag and a white trash can? Seriously? (laughs) So Big Lots has white bags. Hobby Lobby has white bags. The Dollar Tree has white bags. That's where I get my... My white trash can bags from. White trash indeed. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> this is how you class up the joint. I got the white trash bags in my white trash cans. <laughs> I can't. That is really OCD. I know it <laughs> that is. That is borderline insane. I know it is. And do you so know... So once a week, I make sure to go to a store. <laughs> well, if I'm running low, I don't want to run low on those bags. Do you know how many times I've yelled at the boys? Why is there a brown bag in the white trash can? Oh, my gosh. You are insane. I you know. You are a crazy person. I know. You are a crazy person. I know. <laughs> This is what's important to you. It is. 
Oh. This is my favorite day. <laughs> there are very few things that you do that I deem crazy. This is definitely one of them. I know that it's crazy. <laughs> like, at least I'm aware. Yeah. At least you know you have a problem. That's the first. That is the first, first step. step to recovery. <laughs> I'm not. Nope. I'm not changing it. You know, no, I, I'm aware of it, but I like it. I'm not changing <laughs> it. This is funny. Well, I'm surprised then. I'm surprised that you don't buy the clear trash bags. No, because I'm not going to waste money on things that are free. <laughs> no. But and okay. But how many times do you force yourself to go to these stores buying things that you don't need in order to get bags? Well, no. So, like, I'll go to the Dollar Tree and I'll buy candy for the kids from the Dollar Tree because it's only a dollar. But you get the bigger, like, movie size boxes of candy. Those are only a dollar at Walmart, too. Yeah, but they have the gray bags. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, it's Walmart. And the ones at Dollar Tree are mostly expired. Okay, but it's not going to hurt my kids to eat a box that's true. of candy. That's, it's true. I mean, come on now. I do know anytime I used to get Mike and Ike's from there, they were always really hard. <laughs> Extra chewy. This is true. Mike and Ike's. <laughs> that's probably why I don't like Mike and Ike's anymore. <laughs> It's just expired Mike and Ike's that I don't like. They do usually have like a more more of a variety of candies. Though. They do. Like they have the weird flavors of Mike and Ike's that no other store carries mm-hmm. in our town. Like Sunday Mike and Ike. And grape Mike and Ike's. Yeah. Yep. Sour Mike and Ike's. Okay, Matt. Uh, today's also, <laughs> it all of a sudden hit me that we are only on our first holiday and we have five to go through. It's Great American Smokeout. I don't remember. Okay, now this, this is a thing. Yeah. This is a thing. I remember it as a kid, but I don't remember what it is. All right, here we go. Come along with me. Okay, it's about not smoking anymore. It's about quitting smoking. Okay. So. Uh, hey, we had this conversation on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the day to start your journey toward a smoke-free life. Put on by the American Cancer Society every year. Hmm. So that's it. I think some communities put on like events for the Great American Sport Cup. I guess it's probably usually when it falls on a a weekend. Because I've seen like weekend things in the park. But it doesn't seem like a holiday you can stretch out over a few days. Hey, it was on Thursday. We're going to celebrate on Saturday. Right. No, you are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> can you just imagine like everybody, if everybody who is a smoker tried to quit smoking on this day like i feel like that november 15th might be the day that the world ends <laughs> everything just goes up and in, in flames mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh it's also i love to write day i love to write <laughs> <clears throat> matt also loves to sing um you like to write, right? Yeah. I like to write. I like to write left. You like to um, write left? Yeah, no, I I used to write a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember as a kid, I used to write stories. I would come up with stuff. Uh, I've got this whole Christian fantasy series 
just sitting on my computer. Really? I've written the first like 11 chapters of the first book and I have it all outlined, but I can't just, I can't make myself do it anymore. I don't have time most of the time. Yeah. And whenever I finally do think I have time, I have to sit there and read through everything that I wrote because it's been three years since I wrote it. And uh, then by the time I get through it and start writing again, something else happens and my time's gone again. And so I just keep this re- repeating this pattern. One day, maybe. It's a really cool science fiction thing that I've come up with. Uh, but... Yeah. I'm going to need you to get on top of that and finish it. I'll send you a couple of chapters and let you read it and see what yeah, you think. You really should. Um, but. I like to write. Yeah. But I always feel like what I'm writing is not good. Yeah. <laughs> like I write it and then I'm like. I never really know. That's garbage. Yeah, I never really know if what I'm writing is good or not. My, my story is like an alternate telling of the creation of the world. Okay. Where. It's all like robotic, like God created these robotic people. Okay. Okay. And so everything's based around that. And this is like Old Testament times of the first book. And the way that sin manifested on yourself was that flesh would start to grow on your body. And the way to get rid of that is that you had to go to the steel table and you had to actually physically cut your flesh and bleed to get the to have it disappear or go away Hmm. so that's the kind of thing and then over time uh the robots would eventually develop into what we look like people they would just be covered in flesh and that's what society would be like you know kind of before like the flood or whatever Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so it would be a constant battle against actual flesh huh you know what i mean so that's that was my whole idea that got it sparked off. Constant battle against actually having flesh at all. And so that's that's where it started. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a cool idea. Don't it steal is. my idea, people. See, now you have to finish it, Matt. <laughs> because somebody out there is going to steal no. it. They're going to get on top of it. They're going to write it. They're going to get it published and you're going to be like, "For real?" <laughs> and see, just like Michael Mordanga, uh-huh. got us I was excited the about same thing. Yeah, yeah, got us excited about making games. He wrote his first book in a fantasy series. Yeah. Uh, the I Oh, the boy, something about the boy. The boy and his curse. The boy, yeah, and, the his boy curse. and his curse. And uh, that's got me. That's got me having the itch again. Uh, if he if he could pull it off, I could pull it off. I you totally could do it. Do it. Do it. I might try. I might try. Peer pressure. <laughs> it's not peer pressure day. It is, however, <laughs> National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. You know, oh. I actually enjoy cleaning out my refrigerator. Really? Mm-hmm. Although, so was it Memorial Day, maybe? Memorial Day, we threw a really last minute get together, come over, hang out. We'll mm, yeah. grill out food and whatever. Well, when you grill food, one of the things that goes along with grilled food is ketchup, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I don't care for ketchup. I only like spicy ketchup from... What a burger. Well, they got that at Albertsons. Well, I know they do. But <laughs> back in May, they didn't have it out, oh, okay. out there. So I didn't think that I needed to get ketchup. And so I've got people in my refrigerator, specifically Sean Martinez, who had never come to my house before. This was the first time that they were hanging out with us. <laughs> he's like, and he's the like, 
pillaging through my refrigerator, which I hadn't cleaned in weeks. And I'm finally I've like... Seen, I've seen y'all's refrigerator when it's just stuffed with junk. It is. Yeah. yeah. Le- leftovers like, upon leftovers a, upon... a second fridge. Right. Well, we have a freezer, a second freezer. But... At the same time, you've also seen my refrigerator when it's clean. I have, yes. So, um, you know, it doesn't bother me quite as much. <laughs> but somebody who's been to my house, it's their first time, and they're pillaging through my very messy, very stinky, very gross refrigerator. I'm like, you know what? There's no ketchup in there. Let's just close the door. You can get out. <laughs> the very, of the house. You can get out of the just house. leave. <laughs> the very next day, I cleaned out my refrigerator, posted the pictures to Instagram, and tagged Sean in it and said, see, I do clean my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just envisioning him like his feet are up in the air and he's buried deep into your fridge trying to find <laughs> That is what it felt like to me. Like... <laughs> Oh, I'm trapped under a giant wheel of cheese. Just get out of there. Get out. There is no ketchup in there, I swear. When you look at a fridge that's so packed and so messy, you think there has to be. Somewhere. There has to be a bottle of ketchup somewhere in this fridge. Nope, not in my house. It's impossible Mm -mm. that there's not one. Yep, I don't Sorry, guys. <laughs> so no one else in your house likes ketchup either or what? Uh, Yeah, other people like ketchup. I just am the one who buys the groceries. And, and... you never buy for them? Well, like, I don't like it. Y'all don't like it either. Here's the thing. If you tell me that we're out of ketchup, then the next time I go to the grocery store, I'll buy ketchup. Oh, but, but I don't, don't use the ketchup. It. You so don't therefore... notice it. Exactly. Yeah, I get you. Okay. So... I got you. Yeah. It's the same sense. way with milk. I don't drink the milk, so when we're out of the milk, you got to tell me we're out of the milk. Otherwise, I'm not buying milk. <laughs> now, come on. That's a, that's a visible staple <laughs> that you notice if it's there or not in a fridge. Nope. Come on. Mm-mm. Come on. Condiments I get. Milk is a staple. We just talked about how my refrigerator is so messy. <laughs> Uh, All right, last one, Matt. It is National Raisin Bran Cereal Day. I love Raisin Bran. I think of my dad every time I see Raisin Bran. Yeah. It was his favorite cereal. It's my favorite. I want to have some now. Man. But I don't like, pardon me, I don't like post-Raisin Bran. Isn't that who makes the original Raisin Bran? I think so. But their Raisin Bran doesn't have... Sugar on the raisins, like Kellogg's does. Yeah. And that just, that makes all the difference for me. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. It goes from being healthy to not. (laughs) It's still a raisin. All the raisinness is in there. You just get a little extra sweetness. Now it's just sugar. But I like a lot of old people cereals. Cracklin' Oat Bran. Cracklin' Oat Bran? Yeah. What? (laughs) It's always in every store. I mean, it is a it, it's a staple. It's a staple of the cereal aisle, but it is it's it's usually next to like the grape nuts or whatever. Look next time you go there and see what crackling oat brand is. It will look like the old peopleist old people cereal you've ever seen. It's very good. It's yeah. very tasty. Have you ever had the oatmeal squares? Oatmeal squares. I feel like I have. They Sounds come in familiar. a blue box. So when the boys were little and we were on WIC, it was one of the cereals that was uh, WIC approved. Yeah. And those things 
Actually, I think I'm going to go buy a box later today. <laughs> they are so good. They're just tiny little squares. And yeah. I used to put them in the boys, you know, those little cups where you stick their hand in and the little kid cups. The thing that the didn't work for cups. my kid at all. Yeah. Because he just took the lid off. No, no, no. He stuck his hand in and then he just shook it all around. <laughs> and so, well, it doesn't work for that. It's not how that's supposed to work. I would put those in there dry for the boys, and they would eat them dry, and then that was like my nightly snack. Really? It was so good. Oh. Yeah, we are so sick of the cereals on Wick. Really? We've been eating now for... Kicks. Four years. Kicks is on Wick. Five years almost. Cheerios. Kicks, regular Cheerios, or multigrain Cheerios. Um, They have Frosted Mini Wheats on there. You get sick of those so quick. Oh, I love frosted mini wheats. That's my my absolute one hundred percent favorite cereal. Really? Frosted yep. mini wheats. Yep. I don't know what my favorite cereal is. Always has been. Ever since I was really little, I have always loved frosted mini wheats. But you gotta pour the milk in and just let it sit for like three to five minutes. So, so you like soggy mini wheats? Not soggy, because there's a fine line. You gotta let that milk sit. But then you got to eat it quick. Yeah. Because if they get to the point to where to they're I mean, shredding wait, and falling apart. If you're waiting five apart, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but by if, the end, you're just having mush. Exactly. You don't Sugar want mush. mush, but you want <laughs> softened mini wheats to where it's not <laughs> crunchy. So you always like eat the from the bottom up. Ooh, no. The crunchy gets stuck in your teeth and takes all away from the yummy it's sugar so that's on top of them. What? Mm-hmm. It takes it away? It takes away from it because you're crunching. It's more pure. No. <laughs> if anything, the soggy ones have the sugar taken away because the milk is eroding it from the cereal. Nope. <laughs> Who's the one that loves this cereal? Me. I like it just fine. It doesn't mean I, have, I can't have an opinion on the cereal. I have spent <laughs> many years perfecting the way that frosted mini wheats should be eaten. I've figured it out. <laughs> Everyone needs to listen to me. Now, I do really love like Captain Crunch, mm-hmm. but that's a thing I have maybe twice a year, two boxes yeah. of a year. Uh, one of which is for Christmas, Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, Thanksgiving morning. Uh, and Macy's uh, Day Parade. Yeah, for the Macy's Day Parade, something I've done since I was a kid. But it's the Christmas. And it used to be the Christmas Crunch, but now they've stopped making it early because they have Baseball Crunch or whatever else they want to do first. And so Christmas Crunch doesn't come out until after it's probably, Thanksgiving Parade. It's probably because of people like me who threw such a fit about anything <laughs> Christmas related coming out before Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, people that make uh, Cookie Crunch come out with Sugar Cookie Crunch at the beginning of dang, well, even before Halloween. And it's really? got little elf cereal pieces on it. So it's obviously just for Christmas. I don't think I've ever had Cookie Crunch. I'm thinking of Cookie Crisp. I'm sorry. That's what I mm. meant, too, with the the dog's cookie <laughs> crisp. Cookie yeah. crisp. I don't think I've ever had it. Uh, and when we were when we were a kid, was it a dog? Uh-huh. It was a burglar. Burglar, right. But the dog was on there. Was it the dog? The dog's the one, because the dog gets away. The burglar's trying to take the cookie crisp. He gets it in a little sack, 
The dog gets the sack, runs away, cookie crisp. <laughs> I'm just remembering a line from Community where uh, Pierce dressed up as the cookie crisp wizard. Or no, they, they tricked him into dressing up as a cookie crisp wizard. And then he feels bad about the joke, and so he's crying at the end. He's all, I made you dress up as a cookie crisp wizard, which is not even a reference I get because the ascot wasn't a wizard when I was a kid. He was a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, that was from The Office? The community. From oh, community. Community, community College. I was about to say, show, Greendale. that's the third time this week that you've referenced The Office, but it's not. I just Never love mind. TV, man. Love TV. I'm going to have to watch The Office now so that I, I can get I love comedies. These. See, you're watching all these weird things. Whatever. Handmaid's Tale and Haunting Haunted Hill, whatever. Hill I'm over here laughing at The Good Place and Community and still The Office. And of course, The Office. You the office still have to time. watch The Haunting of Hill House. I'm not gonna. Matt. You can't make me. It's not scary. <laughs> you're such a chicken. Gosh, it's so good. <laughs> Matt, who's our sponsor? Uh, what? Today's show is sponsored <laughs> by Please Don't Side Hug Me, the best of Macro Baptist. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? We're only on the sponsor. Yes. That's, <laughs> We're 20 minutes into the That's show. why I'm trying to get you to get going. Oh, Best of Backrobap is full of over 3,000 one-liners about church culture and Christian life. It's the perfect gift for any churchgoer. It's available in paperback for just $10.99 and Kindle for $7.99. Oh. Matt got so sidetracked, he's sitting in his chair rocking. <laughs> Thinking about cereal. Thinking about Mm-mm-mm. his midnight snack. <laughs> Uh, all right. Quote, unquote, Chuck Swindoll said there's no more rewarding place to be than in the nucleus of God's will, regardless of where that may be. Hmm. John Avent. Avant, I Avant think. says, quit the quitting. Ministry is hard. Expect it. Jesus went to the cross for us. He calls us to take up our cross and follow him. Desiring God says our family and churches don't need aggressive men, athletic men, handsome men, or wealthy men. They need faithful men. Hmm. Natalie Grant says, Sometimes our greatest battle can be our greatest blessing. It is there we it is there where we learn so much about the character of who he is. And then Greg Laurie says, When someone falls spiritually, we should not kick them when they're down, but lift them up. Our goal is restore, not destroy. Hmm, that's good. Good advice. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, real quick. Onion, not onion. Listening. I got two headlines here. One of them's real, one of them's fake. Mo's gonna guess the real one. You can play along at home. <laughs> I don't know why I had to I talk like this. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> like a Undertaker's former uh former manager, Paul Bearer. <laughs> Paul Bearer. Oh yes, Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gracious. Uh, That's enough reason wrestling. alone for me to not be an Undertaker fan. That's what I'm going to tell Topher. It's your brother Kane, Undertaker. Did he really talk like that? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> and he was a big word. dude. A uh, big dude had a nice, thick black mustache. It was very funny. All right. Huh. Two headlines. Here we go. Which hey, one's go. real? Go. Man howls like dog at neighbor's home to protest excessive dog barking. Or 
Dunkin' Donuts unveils new seasonal rotting jack-o'-lantern latte for end of fall. (laughs) I feel like either of these could be very (laughs) possible. We don't have a Dunkin' Donuts around here for you to... Well, I guess we do. Sort of. Express in a gas station. Uh, I don't think that they do the coffees, though. They have donuts. No, Dunk Duncan. That's why Duncan changed. Oh, you mean just our thing? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed <laughs> that you would have been so ignorant on Duncan. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Are you stupid? They have so much coffee stuff. They sell it in the stores now. <laughs> That's why they took donuts out of their name. Oh, my god! Because America runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> it's about coffee. Oh, god! I'm going with the howling guy. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> uh, police say that they had to issue noise warnings after a man went to a nearby home in the middle of the night and howled and barked to protest his neighbor's barking dogs. So he didn't even do this from his backyard or something. He went to the guy's house. Uh-huh. Did it right outside. Ontario Provincial uh, provincial Police. Oh, it's in Canada. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say officers went to deal with a dispute around 8 a.m. on Saturday in Simcoe in southern Ontario. OPP. <laughs> OPP says the 41-year-old man went to his neighbor's home between 2 a.m. and 2.30 a.m. where he barked and howled. They say he was fed up with his neighbor's dogs barking at all hours of the day. Police say the man's barking and howling outside the neighbor's window made the dogs inside the house bark excessively. They say that they spoke to the neighbors and helped mediate a resolution and both were warned about contravening the Norfolk County noise bylaw. Don't you ever want to do that? See, he planned this for 2 a.m. Uh-huh. Wasn't the dogs were keeping him up till 2 a.m. He was like, I'm going to go make this as inconvenient as possible. He knew exactly what he was doing. (laughs) It doesn't surprise me. Like, there's a guy in our neighborhood that I think would totally do this. <laughs> Brian Regan has a joke. He's like, what if we did that? Hey. 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 Hey, buddy, you all right? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, like, th- just that thought alone. I'm going to video our Boston Terrier this week and show you what he does when he is left outside for too long. Yeah. He will come running from across the yard and jump as high as he can, all four feet, hit our back door, and then land. And it sounds as if a grown man has thrown himself into my door. And I, it scares the mess out of me every single time he does it. But then I'll just kind of look at him and watch him do it again and again and again until I finally let him in. The dog is going to go brain dead. <laughs> he thinks he can break the door now. He, there's been a in. couple times where he has opened the door. Wow. And it's been dead bolted. And he has hit the thing so hard the door comes open. <laughs> And then you've got our older dog, Ace, who just sits there and watches him. Like, 
Really? You brought this into the house? Uh-huh. <laughs> Every time. Do you remember the Fox and the Hound? Barely. Do you remember Chief from the Fox and the Hound? The old guy? And then there was Copper. They brought Copper in, the puppy, and he was all, like, Chief was just, he was on his last leg, and he was done, and he didn't understand why his owner brought in this puppy dog, and he had just had enough, and Copper would crawl up under Chief's big ears, and anyway. I don't remember. That is exactly Ace, the dynamic. That is Ace and Tyrion. I'm sure other people do. 100%. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's throwback thursday we are playing nothing but the best from 95 to 2005 this morning on the show when we come back lessons we learned we wish we could tell our younger selves stick around Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show on this Thursday. We got our second hour underway, and we are glad that you're with us. Please don't side hug me. The best of Back Row Baptist is the sponsor for this episode. Put down the phone and instead bring this book into the bathroom with you. Perfect reading material, and it's made of paper. You know, just in case. Visit BackRowRadio.com and click on our store. Uh, or you can go to Amazon, search for Back Row Baptist, or please don't side hug me. It's going to be there, man, and it's a good book. And it ain't that much monies. It's going to make a good stocking stuffer. Heck yes. It's like the perfect size for a stocking. Yep. And uh, anyways, I try and keep it as cheap as possible. I barely make any money off of it. I mean like a buck. That's what I make. Because I want y'all to have it. So get it. While the getting's good. While the getting's be good, man. You order it now. Get that prime shipping, man. Actually, I don't know if it'll come in two days. But... It'll come quick, definitely before Christmas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for real, it's a perfect stocking stuffer. Yep, 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 yep. I want you to buy it for your loved ones, stick it in their stocking, and then on Christmas morning, hashtag us. <laughs> Back row in the home for Christmas. That's a terrible hashtag. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody asked you if it was a good hashtag or not. <laughs> hashtag back the halls. Oh, see? <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> you're a punk. Uh, hey, Mo. Nope. Why don't you quit doodling because uh-uh. your job is, nope. is it's time. I'm so tired of you calling this my job. <laughs> like, jobs pay. Time is not money. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Five random facts. Who's ready to hear them? Number one. I am. 54. Sorry. Nobody asked you. Pretty sure it was a general question. (laughs) Mind your business over there. 54 million people that are alive right now will be dead within 12 months. I really thought that said 12 minutes. And I was like. (laughs) (laughs) We're all. (laughs) I don't want to win this lottery. Guys, listen. (laughs) If you're one of those people, I love you. I have appreciated every moment that we've spent together. You will be dearly missed. 
It scares me. <laughs> that makes me remember another community quote. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Where it was someone was like, before I'm even done with this phone call, like 12 million people are going to die in China. And then he hangs up and goes, why did you hang up the phone? I got to call my pen pal. <laughs> hey, Chung Ying, you okay? Okay, good. I got to go. This phone call cost me $7. <laughs> Okay. People who only get about six to seven hours of sleep a night have a longer life expectancy than those who sleep for eight or more hours a night. We talked about this. Yeah, we did bring this up before. A few months ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. So I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> you and you and me both. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Women speak about seven thousand words a day. Men average just over two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's why Matt had to bring me on. <laughs> Otherwise, it, it the show. We had that one week where it was just me, and they were a lot shorter episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's five minutes of me rambling. That's all I can get out. Here's some more music. <laughs> they may have liked it better that way. Um, okay, pineapples are not a single fruit, but a group of berries that have fused together. Huh. Hmm. Pineapples are gross. Unless they're dried. Dried pineapples are fantastic. But then yeah. they're essentially candy. So, you take and you, take and you leave it. That, that. What? Answer to our question from yesterday. Another food that is delicious but a, a pain, pain to, to eat. eat. Yeah. Yep. Pineapples. Definitely. Pineapple. Yep. Far too much work. They are. And you got to make sure that they are just exactly ripe. Otherwise... The outer layer, it's not really a shell, but whatever. Like The hard, pointy Yeah. Part? Hard pieces still get stuck to like mm. the berry part of it, I yeah. guess, because we now know that it's a berry, <laughs> not a single fruit. Okay. In 1987, an 18-year-old freshman named Mike Hayes funded his education by asking 2.8 million people for one penny. Good for him. Isn't that brilliant? Good for him. But I feel like, how did he do it? Every day? But did he, I, did he, I guess he'd have to stand there and ask. Because he couldn't, like, send letters to people. Because that would even, that would cost him, I don't know, 12 cents or whatever the price of a stamp was in 87. Per letter. Plus the cost of the letter. and the, So, yeah. It had to be panhandling, pretty much. Right? Would it be wrong for me to, like, do this for my kids? Like, set them out in front of Walmart and have their little cardboard box that says... Just looking for one penny, folks. Funding my college. Need just one penny. <laughs> I feel like it would take a long time. Hey, if they filled up every Saturday <laughs> from now until they went to college, I feel like they could do it. Well, I mean... How many people do you think they would pass on them on Saturday and, hey, actually, willing, and actually give them a penny? I'm willing to drive them what, to like other other Walmarts. Five hundred, maybe at the best. That's five dollars <laughs> a Saturday, split between the two of them. 
So only two of my kids are going to college? Oh, sorry. Three. (laughs) 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 Well, I just, I mean, the third one's a girl. I just assumed that she would stay in the home. (laughs) Kidding. I'm kidding. Considering. It's it's 2018. I'm I'm a progressive man. Matt is a stay-at-home dad and his wife brings home the bacon. My wife makes far much more money than I ever do. Ever will. That's your only saving grace for that comment right, right there. Like, <laughs> that, that is your only... You, thanks, Dave. I right. do dishes. <laughs> I do laundry. I but yeah, your wife I still comes home children. every night and cooks dinner. No. Oh. <laughs> she cooks dinner maybe three times a week. Well, that's because the other nights you guys aren't even at home to eat dinner. True. But the nice... <laughs> For the nights that she does cook, I'm also not there. <laughs> I'm there. I think we get to eat dinner together twice a week, which is a bummer. That is a bummer. All right. Those are my five random facts. It's time for artist updates, Matt. <laughs> Don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this year, Leland Mooring mused, if you've ever been a demon in a church play, then you were a part of a very awesome niche in Christian culture. <laughs> Isn't it strange? Have you ever been a bad guy or a demon in a church play before? Uh-uh. I've been Goliath before when I was a kid, and that was weird. Really? Just because you're the bad guy. You're the villain. In the church play. It's odd, because you have to act like it's the kind of person you're not supposed to be, you know? That's true. But it would be even worse being a demon, right? Yeah. You gotta... Say all these things you don't believe. Be gross. Yeah. <laughs> you were, I thought you were thinking of something more. No, I'm thinking of all the... Because the church that I grew up in, we had a drama team. Yeah. It was part of the drama team. So I'm thinking of all the plays and little skits that we put on. And I was never the bad guy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Rude. It's because it's yeah. acting and they want acting. you to act like something that you're not. <laughs> since I'm typically the bad guy. No, Mo, we want this to be a challenge for people. We don't <laughs> want to just give them the parts they best suited for. <laughs> we want for our audience to really feel like you're acting at this and not just playing your everyday character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you're the bad guy, they're just going to wonder, like, why is Mo up there harassing the actors? (laughs) (laughs) Rude. Uh, NF is sporadic on his Twitter feed, and his his content is basically either photos from his tour or thoughts. Uh, But some of his thoughts are like this. Uh, You want to know what's sad about depression? It becomes such a normal part of you feeling happiness feels foreign and almost makes me uncomfortable uh he says you can feel the most alone in crowds of people who is surrounding you is more important than how many and he said flaws are what make us human they cause us to learn grow and find ourselves Uh, nf of course makes no bones about struggling with depression and self-image issues in fact uh, most of his songs feature him struggling with one character defect or another However, he has stated that his next album will have a more positive tone to it. As for when we can expect that, 
we can likely rule out it hitting before the end of the year, thus putting an end to his one album per year pace that he has set since 2015. Uh, but he also said he thinks the new album will drop out of nowhere without announcing it like the last album. So who really knows, right? Who knows? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, NF probably knows, too. <laughs> nah. Maybe he wants it to be a surprise. <laughs> even he knows it'll drop out of nowhere, and he won't even know when it's coming. Exactly. I recorded an album? What? What? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got six lessons for my younger self. And this is actually an article uh, by Mark Dance from Lifeway's Facts and Trends blog. Mark Dance? Mark Dance. Hmm, that's a cool last name. Right. I wish his parents should have been more clever with his first name. Mark Dance. Jiggy. <laughs> Just. Justin. Justin Dance. People would call him Just Dance. Come on, folks. Justin Dance. Get with the program. All right. So six lessons. Uh, number one, treat your family like VIPs. Uh, it says here, treat Jesus like your king and Janet like your queen, because they are. Janet is his wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's writing this to himself. You know, this is a dear Mark situation. Got it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's making your your family priority in your life. Things are going on in my house. All right. Uh, then we got, don't waste your ministry trying to please critical people because nobody can. It's basically lead around critical people. In every church you pastor or volunteer in, there will be both fruit and nuts. <laughs> well, if that ain't the truth. You'll pastor a lot of wonderful people. And you also have a lot of harsh critics, so don't waste your ministry trying to please them because nobody can. Love your critics unconditionally and lead around them courageously. Hmm. Uh, serve your leaders humbly. Uh, after your family, your staff and lay leaders are your next VIPs. They deserve your best time and attention. The health of your churches will intrinsically be tied to the health and unity of your leadership. So this doesn't all, you know, doesn't have to just be churches, of course. This is in all your life. Serve your leaders humbly. Uh, number four, preach less and equip others more. Don't be all about saying the things. Be about doing the things and helping other people learn to do the things. Goes along with discipleship. <laughs> Uh, laugh, cry, and worship more freely. See, I think this is especially important with people that work in the church because a lot of us tend to be in work mode, especially on Sundays. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't go down to the altar because I'm stuck in the sound booth. Even when there's times I feel like I would like to. There have been, I think, two times that I really had to do it. Tisk, tisk, and so I had to Matthew. grab people to come in and, and work for me. That's true. But it's just, you know, it's it's easy to get in that mindset, though, of, well, I'm doing a job, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to let myself get too emotional or get too focused yep. on uh, this stuff. And I even, I even kind of advocate against that sometimes, especially if you're the guy in charge of the slides. 
I got on to Sippy all the time when he used to work in there because he would get so into worship. He'd be worshiping there and he would forget about changing the slides. <laughs> and I'm like, Sippy, you got to stay on there. And he's all, look, I'm worshiping. If other people can't handle that, then that's their problem. I'm like, no, you're getting everybody else out of the worshipful mindset because if people get confused by what's on the screen, they stop worshiping. It's true. All they're thinking of is, I don't know what I'm supposed to sing now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true yeah so i mean it's it's hard to balance that i guess it is yeah yeah so it's important to worship freely in public uh just at the right time if you're going to work <laughs> in the sound booth your form of worship needs to be serving in the sound right. booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly he writes protect your calendar better uh he writes breakfast meetings are a stupid idea said instead devote your mornings to the prayer and ministry of the word then you can eat and meet in the afternoons also don't give up more than two evenings a week to ministry for the same reasons Mm. instead stack your meetings on wednesdays and sundays this is good i need to be able to stack my stuff i have pretty much gotten most of my ministry duties across the board of all the different things i'm involved in to tuesdays and saturdays yeah those are the days that i get most of my stuff done there are other things that I have to sprinkle throughout the week, but nothing that takes me away from the house all day, aside from those two days. Mm. Uh, of course, Sunday is a big day, but my family's here too, so it's not like I'm away from my family. I'm just we're just all together here, different, <laughs> doing different things. Uh, he also wrote one in here that doesn't really apply to anybody else, and that's when that vacuum cleaner salesman comes to your door, ignore him and invest that seven hundred dollars in Apple stock. But it's only so much you can tell your younger self. This is true. <laughs> oh, man. Weird day. Weird day today. It, you know. We're not focused very well. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. We're just ready to get out of here. Ready to get out of here and get our weekend on. And you know what? It's throwback Thursday, too. I don't think I'm doing anything this weekend. You're not doing anything? Nada. Not a thing? Nada. All right. Be boring. I don't I need I to care. clean out my garage. That's the most boring thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> we are those people on our street, Matt, who have the nasty garage. Like, Yeah. I mean, I don't know how everybody else's is on your street, but yours is pretty It's full. bad. Pretty full of stuff. I know. I, you, I was thinking yesterday, we still have that same entertainment center that your father-in-law donated to the, the CR yard sale. Two, Two years, years ago, ago <laughs> in our in our garage. I thought someone bought that. Didn't I want buy that? No, nobody bought that. No. And then we stuck it. Oh, I'm remembering getting it. We got it that morning and brought it over. Okay. I was and, remembering and it. And nobody it in was willing to move it <laughs> to take it. And then we used it for our rabbit's cage. And that's where our bunny died. And now you don't want it in your house anymore. I really don't. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Gotta clean out my garage. <laughs> Throwback Thursday, y'all. We're playing just the great Christian hits and deep tracks from 95 to 2005. Enjoy that when we come back. Do we give up too much of our info too often? Stick Ooh. around.
Welcome back. It is hour three on this Thursday, and we are glad to have you with us. It's Matt and Mo in the stew. Dio. <laughs> Our today's show is brought to you by Please Don't Side Hug Me, the best of Backrow Baptists. It's like the internet, except better because it also technically counts as reading a book. What? Make yourself look smarter and holier. Visit BackRowRadio.com, click on our store, visit Amazon, and search for Please Don't Side Hug Me or Back Row Baptist or whatever. Just buy it. It's so good. It's like... Buy it, y'all. It's a double threat. Double threat. It's a double threat because it'll make you look smarter and holier. I would say it's a triple threat. It'll also make you look hotter. <laughs> like, look at that hottie reading that book. Okay, maybe Only not everybody people. is looking to be hot. Hey, smart is sexy, Mo. And reading a book makes you automatically 10 degrees smarter. <laughs> did you mean to say 10 degrees smarter? I did, yes. <laughs> okay, I Matt. did. Yes. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Whatever. Here's I the hear news. You. I hear you. <laughs> if visions of sugar plums are already dancing in your head, Disneyland is on the same page. Oh my gosh. Disneyland Park and neighboring Disney California Adventure Park in Anaheim, California have unveiled what's in store for the holidays across the resort beginning on, well, yesterday. No, on last week. Goodness. Mm-hmm. November 9th uh, in the realm of churros. Are you go living in there the are past new again? festive flavors to try. Perhaps most notably, the sugar plum candy churro, which is dusted with shiny purple sanding sugar. Other churro flavors include sour apple, gingerbread, peppermint with vanilla and chocolate drizzle, and pumpkin spice. Matt. Yeah. Where did they get sour apple? Like, how does that fit in there? That is not the first thing I've seen in a holiday collection of flavors that's used sour apple. I don't know why. I don't I don't know why. But I think it was the holiday dum dum suckers was the first one I saw. Really? Where it was all these different flavors that were clearly holiday gingerbread and all this kind of stuff, hot chocolate, and one of them was uh, sour apple. So I don't know. It's got to be something uh, from some tradition that we're just unaware of that we're ignorant of. I guess so. I think somebody needs to fill me in because when I think sour apple, I don't think holidays. Right. I mean, the green apples is what you make apple pie with, right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's a stretch. It is a far stretch. <laughs> that's not I mean, why not just say like. apple pie? Well, make an apple pie one, put some cinnamon in there. I yeah. Know. I don't know. But don't sour know. apple? I'm thinking more Halloween when I think sour apple. Yeah. But even then, I think caramel apple well, or caramel candy apple. apple. Is a red apple. No, it's not. It's a green apple. Candied apple is a red apple. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. We should look it up, but we're not going to because it's today. Thursday and we're lazy. Yep. <laughs> we would have done that on Monday. We're not doing it today. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for even more groundbreaking ways to consume churros, they're also going to be offering churro nuggets topped with eggnog gelato. I could totally do this. <laughs> Mo's like, freaking that out. That sounds amazing. <laughs> churro nuggets are so much better than a churro. What's the difference? Is it just a cut up churro? Or? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it comes in Why a little. Why are they better then? I don't, honestly, I don't know. Maybe just the ratio to bread and cinnamon is just better Pop- in a small. Yeah. Whatnot. In a smaller. But with eggnog gelato, O-M-G. <laughs> <laughs> omg i am om goodness exactly sounds good 
research from the University of California shows that playing Tetris has a remarkable effect on a person's mental health and performance. Psychologist Kate Sweeney led the research this, uh, by studying the game's effects on the welfare of the university's student population. During times of immense stress, such as undergoing final exams and considering future careers, Sweeney instructed the students to play the arcade game before measuring their relative levels of perceived anxiety. Her research shows that by playing Tetris, overworked individuals often experience a significant reduction in stress and anxiety and an influx in positive emotions. Just another reason that video games are good for your health. Not Red Dead Redemption, though. Don't play that one. It makes you do questionably moral things, or morally questionable things. Not questionably moral, morally questionable. <laughs> there was a YouTuber who, you know, they you know record themselves playing the games, who in Red Dead Redemption 2 that just came out, Hogtied a woman's suffragette, you know, the one of the women that were fighting for the right to vote back in that time, back in Mary Poppins times. Okay. <laughs> and fed her to a crocodile and he got his YouTube channel banned <laughs> because of it. I wonder about some people. Video sometimes. Game, well, how, how, why is that a thing you can do in a video game? I don't understand. There's a lot of things that you can do in video games That's that true. I. It's true. Really make me worry. Right. But, yeah. They did reinstate his YouTube channel because you get to the point where if we're banning things that you do in a video game, you're going to have to ban every video game channel. It's true. <sighs> anyway, that's a different discussion. But I will say, <laughs> looking at my two boys, one who is very much a video gamer and the other who is not, Topher is far less stressed than Canon is on a daily basis. Is he the video gamer? Topher is the video yeah. gamer. Mm-hmm. That's what I would, that was a, that was one of the outlets that I had whenever I was too stressed. Yeah. Uh, is I would play, I'd play games and listen to music. And uh, specifically, I remember it was a lot in like the Nintendo 64 era. Mm -hmm. So I would play GoldenEye and uh, Super Mario 64 mm -hmm. while listening to Home Base by the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. And so now anytime I play those games, that's what I think in my head. I start singing. Uh, that was that was the album with Summertime on it. And the one that had the cuss word in it that my mom didn't know about. <laughs> called You Saw My Blinker, B word. <laughs> <laughs> you Saw My Blinker, B word. That is like uh, 90s wrapped up in one Statement. It really was. As a 90s kid, <laughs> Nintendo 64 and Will Smith. Okay, so you know they came out with the mini Nintendo and the mini NES mm -hmm. or Super NES. They're coming out with the mini Nintendo 64. I've heard. So excited. I've heard. So excited. I'm also kind of bummed because we just, like in September, I think, we bought the mini Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. And I don't know that I can convince Chris that we need to buy the mini in 64 you have to man that was the that was the changing that was, of the era that was the video game right. console for our generation i exactly. think exactly i mean the classic nintendo got us into it mm -hmm. but then as far as i'm concerned the super nintendo could kick rocks because <laughs> then there's 
the Nintendo 64 and the Rumble Pack. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before it became standard. You, yeah. If you didn't have the Rumble Pack, why you got Nintendo 64, dude? I don't even understand. Uh, oh, what game did that came up? That came with Star Fox. Star Fox. Oh, I loved Star Fox. So, Star Fox, that Except was that honestly. Except you couldn't save your freaking place. Yeah. But that was that. honestly the reason that I was for the Super Nintendo when we just bought it. Because the Super Nintendo package came with Star Fox. The, the original classic, Star Fox, yeah. Yeah, the right. classic didn't where come. They, where they tried to make the 3D version, right? Yeah. Out of the 16-bit? Yeah. Yeah, I never played it, but I've seen it. It's like, garbage. Is it? It's garbage. <laughs> so I'm like telling the kids, this was my game. I loved this game. Dominated that this game. Came home from school every day. Tried to play it. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't even know how we grew up looking at our screens the way that they were all the pixelated and it's just two dimension it's just yeah it, it looks like garbage nintendo 3ds came out with a new Star Fox game really a few years ago that was really good it had the same feel the same controls as the n64 version yeah uh it wasn't like a port of that one it was a new game but it was it was based on the same play mechanics which a lot of their uh, games that they had made after the 64 version were different. Yeah. Uh, one was even like an RPG with a character that walked around. You weren't in chips most of the game. Um, but, yeah, the new one, was it was really good. I think I still have it. It was really good. I want to play it. Um, but, yeah, that game was fun. GoldenEye was my game, though. That was mm-hmm. my game on, on the N64. And, gosh, I played that relentlessly. Me and my buddies would uh, play it all the time, but I would play it by myself, too. And, uh, gosh, I got so good at that game for a while. Uh, the multiplayer was fun, too. That was my first, like, that was kind of the first multiplayer shooter. You know, now you got Halo Goldeneye. and all the other things. But Goldeneye was kind of like the first game that you could go, you know, split screen and hunt each other down. That was always fun. Was it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was. If not, if it wasn't the first one, it was the most popular one. Yeah. In the beginning of that stage. My uh, secret game to play was secret game. Doom. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell many people because I didn't want them to think that I was weird. <laughs> but I really enjoyed going around shooting at people. Wow. Doom. Yeah. All right. Learn something new about Mo every day. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would play it and so i'd stand like behind him and watch him yeah but then when everybody else was doing their own thing if i was the only one home for whatever reason sneak off yep <laughs> <laughs> yep that's funny uh okay one uk man had a creative solution to avoiding a carry-on bag fee during a recent flight Ryanair. 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 Oh, Ryanair. Okay. <laughs> Ryanair passenger Lee Semino uh, claims he booked his flight to Belfast two days after the airline made changes to their baggage fees. Under the new policy, non-priority customers must, must pay between six and eight pounds that, each way. Is that pounds? Isn't that pounds? Maybe. Isn't the L a pound? Maybe. I thought it was an E. The cursive pound. You might Curse be right. VL. Sorry. Six and eight pounds each way to bring a roller bag on board. 
So instead of packing in a bag, Simino hatched a plan to avoid the fee altogether. He sewed all of his clothes into one bulky coat. <laughs> fee avoided. <laughs> but so much more effort. <laughs> Why is is it worth the eight eight bucks? <laughs> To go through all that work? No, just pay the eight stinking dollars. <laughs> My goodness. It's not like it's an extra hundred bucks. Oh, How much man. did you spend on thread and your time? <laughs> I'm creative, sure. Stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dummies. You said a dumb dummy. I can't. Some people. <laughs> so before we jump into our main topic, we're going to play a clip from Drybar Comedy from com- comedian Dennis Regan about giving out your name and phone number. Oh. Enjoy. Okay. I hate any kind of shop. You know what I hate now? The stores, they always they want you to join their frequent shopper club. That'd be fine, but I don't want to be in the club, and I don't want all the questions, you know? I'm at Banana Republic getting a couple of things, and she's there. You remember the Super Shoppers Club? I go, no, no, I don't want to be. Sign you up real quick. You get 20% off all these purchases. I don't want to be in this stupid club. You get 10% off all your future purchases. This is the third time I'm telling you I don't want to be in the club. She says, we'll send you emails and tell you about upcoming sales. That's what I told her. I said, look, I'm wanted in six states. I'm a fugitive from justice. That's why I can't be in the club. I told her, told her and she said, you just gave me your credit card. I said, that's not my credit card. How long would I remain at large? <laughs> Handed out my actual credit card. And at the grocery store or your supermarket, your pin thing doesn't work in the deal. They want you to yell your phone number out in the middle of the store. That's not smart. Security, ladies, don't yell your phone number out in the middle of the grocery store. Not if I'm around. No, because I'll call you. I'll call you up. I called a lady a couple of weeks ago. Yo, hello, yeah, this is Dennis. Yeah, you probably don't remember me. Yeah, I was standing behind you in line at the grocery store. Yeah, I was wearing a brown shirt, but you were kind of ignoring me. But you gave me your phone number. Well, you didn't give it to me specifically, but I was there to catch it. Thought I'd give you a call and see what's up. So what's up? I'd come by your house. I don't know your address, though. I can find it on the internet doing a $40 reverse lookup. But I thought you might save me the money. I'll come by and bring you some flowers. You know, I don't know what kind of flowers you like. There's so much about you I don't know. But I do know your phone number. My phone number? No, I got that block caller ID. Yeah, you cannot be too careful these days. A lot of nut jobs out there. A lot of whack jobs. The Starbucks. What are they asking me what my name is for? It's none of their business what my name is. Just give me a cup of coffee. I'll give you $9. We'll call it a transaction. I know they want to write it on the cup, right? That's the way they operate, but that's not the way I operate. I've started doing this. They go, what's your name? It's uh, Glarbston Tinford. What is it? It's Glarbstintinford. It's spelled just the way it sounds. Glarbstintinford. The common spelling. G-L-A-R-B-S-T and another T. E-N-T-E-N-F-O-R-D. Glarbstintinford. <laughs> Some people just call me Glarb for short, but I prefer Glarbstintinford. Glarbstintinford. 
I recently did that right at Starbucks. I didn't have enough cash. I have the nine dollars, so I'd use my credit card, my, which has my real name on there. The guys, like your name's Dennis. You're not Glarbstintenford. You're not Glarbstintenford at all. Why did you say you were? I'm like, yeah, you're right, Dennis. That's my given name. That's on my birth certificate. I got that when I was born. But Glarbstintenford is my nickname. Yeah, I got that when I was a little, little kid. I got that was early on, because when my sister Peggy was a little baby, she couldn't pronounce Dennis. <laughs> and it, it just, it came out, it came out Glarbstintenford. And ever since then, that's everybody calls me. My nephews, they call me Uncle Glarbstintenford. <laughs> I kind of like it. One thing I don't like is I can't find a keychain with the name Glarbstintenford on there. A mini license plate for my bicycle. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Glarbstintenford? <laughs> Glarbstintenford. Glarbstintenford. <laughs> he didn't give me your phone number specifically, but I was there to catch it. <laughs> Thought I'd give you a call, see what's up. So, what's up? Yep, I've thought uh, that many times. <laughs> so, are things getting out of hand with the frequent shoppers club things? Walgreens, Albertsons, Walmart, even now with their Walmart pay? You have Walmart pay? Yeah. What the garbage it's an is app. that? It's an app. And. On their app, they have a thing called the Savings Catcher, which has been fantastic. You can scan your receipt, and it takes your receipt and takes everything that you bought, and it checks it against every other grocery store in the area. And if it finds that some other grocery store sold this exact same product at the same time for cheaper, it gives you that money back through the app, and you can use it that way. It's like a virtual gift card. And so Daedra and I have gotten like, all told, like $200 back what? in the last two years. But they've changed it now, as of last month, to where the only way you can redeem that is if you use Walmart Pay, which is where you've put your bank information in their app. And when you go to pay, there's a little QR code that comes up on the screen, and you have to scan that with your phone, and then the phone does the whole payment for you. Which... Usually works okay, the times that I've used it. But you can't use it with WIC. Mm. So you can't, like, pay your WIC stuff and then Walmart pay the rest of it. Yeah. And so now I'm mad because I have to either have two separate transactions, which Mm -hmm. I never keep track of what is and isn't on WIC. I just get whatever we need and hope stuff's on WIC, put it in there, take it all off, and go. No, I can't scan my receipts anymore. Uh, but anyway, that's not really, I guess, a membership thing. That's just a forcing you to use the app thing. Yeah. But Albertsons, I know Albertsons, when they merged with United Way, they wanted to start this. United. Or United. Not United Way. United. <laughs> with United Supermarkets. There you Sorry. go. Two different things. Um, wait. Very huh? different things. <laughs> they merged with United. Uh, they started the this thing based off your phone number. You mm-hmm. got to put your phone number in every single time. I'm a member of it, but I never put my phone number anymore. They asked me, or you know, I'm like, no. Because I'm just, I don't want to sit there and clink, 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 It takes two seconds. No. Matt. It's it's more of a hassle than anything else. It is not. Clink, 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 clink. Yes, you have to forcefully push every button. Click, click, I do it every time. And by the time they're done doing all, bringing but up all my groceries, but what's even worse? What's still... even worse is, but what's even worse is their thing. 
I don't shop at Albertsons nearly often enough yeah. to get in because you have to you have to use these points within like sixty days. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. Do they save forever? Yep. Okay. Well, maybe yep. I'll start using it. Again. They no longer expire. Because like and everything you can that use I ever them. got. So now yeah. it's not just um, on certain items. You if you have one point, then yeah. that's like two dollars off your overall total. You can use them as dollars dollar amount off of your total. Oh, okay. And you can use them for gas at the Chevrons. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe that's a little better then. Maybe I'll start doing it. I mean, I'm not, like, I I 100% am in agreement with this whole, like, why are we just giving out our name and our <laughs> telephone number and, like. I wish the, I wish Albertsons, though, did a card. Yeah. Because I have Walgreens. The Walgreens one, I love. I hate the way that they're having to do it, but for the fact that I'm going to have to be in the group, this is the way to do it. So they give yeah. you a card. They don't even make you hand it to them. You're allowed to just pull it, pull it out, put it in front of the scanner, and then put it back in your wallet and go. And it gives you all the discounts, and they usually have a lot of really good discounts throughout the store. And then over time, you earn points, and every now and then I'll randomly go in, and, hey, you got five bucks on here. You want to put that towards them? I'm like, heck yes, I do. <laughs> Free five dollars. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm in, I I I do that one religiously. Yeah. Because it's worked out nicely. But. See, and I don't do Walgreens. Yeah. Now why don't you do Walgreens, Mo? Because it don't takes shop. five seconds. I know. I don't shop at Walgreens enough. And I cannot keep up with little cards. No. So regardless, I'm still giving my phone number to somebody to say, you right. know, I don't, I don't my know card. if I am a part of the group or not. Can you look up my phone number? <laughs> regardless. Well, now you can type it in at Walgreens, too, if you don't yeah. have the card. I know that. I've never done it, but I've seen other people have to do it because I guess a lot of people don't keep their cards. I don't even have, like, the keychain one. They have the keychain card. Yeah. I have, like, the physical actual card. I'm already opening my wallet to pay. So I just get that card out first, zap it, put it back in, and pull out my debit card. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind that one. Big Lots has a super saver. Yeah, and I have their cards too, but yeah. I go to Big Lots about twice a year. Yeah. So I never remember the card, and mm-hmm. I never even remember I have it. It's actually a good place to buy furniture. Holler. Yeah. My parents have two of their chairs too. Yeah. They're not bad. Yeah. It's a cheap place to it's buy. Cheap. Cheap furniture. furniture. Yeah. If you're a heavy set man like me, that's not the place to go to get furniture. Yeah. But most people would be all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are we giving out our info too much? I kind of think we are. What about Starbucks? What about like you said, he was talking about giving out your name too often? I, yeah. But I typically now, I'm doing Mo yeah. for most things. And so people... It's so easy, too. Yeah. Do they, they still find a way to spell it wrong? M-A-E-U-X. <laughs> it's usually M-O-E. They put an <laughs> E on the end of Mo, and it's, okay, whatever. But. <laughs> Come on. Ladies' O names usually don't have an E. Right. If you're Joe and you're a lady, it's J-O. J-O. Not J-O-E. For real. <laughs> but, yeah. I, so, I think in that aspect, my whole name thing... It, now that I have my whole alias, I can just go by. Alias. Mo. It was a good show. Uh, <laughs> so what about like, 
we've talked kind of about privacy in the past. So I won't talk about privacy like with social media or like yeah. that new Facebook thing with the camera mm-hmm. that's always on or whatever. Um, but what about like security cameras in your own home with like your spouse with everything? Like we have two cameras, one in our kids, both both of our kids' room, one in each of our kids' rooms, mm-hmm. and you know both of us can check on our phone and look and listen in at any given point. Is that weird? I mean, I know I'm not doing anything wrong, but at the same time, I also know that at any point my wife could be watching me, and I hope I don't do anything wrong while she's watching me. Right. <laughs> or like it would be the worst thing ever for her to log in and just while she's at work. And it's a bad parenting moment. Right. And you're screaming at one of the boys because you've just lost it. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the office is like, uh, do we, <laughs> do we need to call CYFD right now? Like, what's go, Deidre, yeah. do you need to go home to take care of this situation? And uh, we, we downloaded an app a while back called Life 360. Okay. And it's, it's supposed to connect to all the different phones and tell you where they are. So you can always have, and it's mainly, it was supposed to be for family, for children or whatever. Um, my wife and I did it just because we had the app, uh, but we had downloaded it for a different purpose. Um, but we tried it out and it was so stressful knowing where each other was at any given point. It was not helpful almost at all. Yeah. Because all we're thinking, why are they there? Or why aren't they here? Why haven't they left yet? Yeah. You know, it's like, it'll be like Thursday night and she needs to be here 10 minutes ago and I'm looking and she's still at work. And so all I'm doing is focusing on why hasn't she left yet? Why isn't she leaving? Should I call her? She knows she's supposed to be here. It was so stressful than just letting society be. Yeah. Let your family go at your own pace. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can see the benefit of it with kids, with their phones, knowing where they're at at all times. But it was just so dang stressful. Like if I go out to eat right now, is my wife going to check my logs and, and be mad that I went without her. Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, can't I just be an adult and go get lunch? <laughs> What's going on here? You know, well, and I stuff. turned on, um, when we got our new phones, I turned on for Chris, you can share your location. Mm-hmm. So that if ever at any time something were to happen and I have my phone on me, he can find me. Mm-hmm. You know? But at the same time, it's not something that he can, it's not an app that he can go in and be like, oh, okay, well, she's at Yoti Go right now. Wonder what she's doing at Yoti, you know? Yeah. Um, and like with this thing, it keeps track of the last two days of every place you've been. Jeez. I'm like, it seems like I have a probation officer again. <laughs> right. <laughs> like and I got an ankle waiting. monitor on. <laughs> so. You had, you had cotton patch for lunch on tuesday and you're just waiting for thursday to roll around just clear out clear out before she sees it clear out she loves cotton patch i didn't tell her yeah i it made me want to be more dishonest i feel like really when i wasn't i'm never really intentionally trying to be dishonest it made me feel like i had to justify every place i went or thing i did yeah It was very strange. I didn't like it. I I don't like the big brother aspect of it. I can understand that. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a weird, it's a weird new world we're in. It is. With less privacy. Yeah. I will say we have convinced our kids that 
because we have the doorbell um, camera. Yeah, we have that too. And the security system. But the kids weren't there when it was all getting hooked up and everything. And there are two little motion sensors in our house as well. So when we set it on vacation mode, if those motion sensors are knocked, it'll send an alert to our phone. Yeah. Well, the kids are convinced that those are video cameras. (laughs) And we are not telling them otherwise. Like, We're watching you, Wazowski. Yeah, right? Always watching. Although, Always. at the same time, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Chris's sister and her husband, they have an in-home like baby monitor mm-hmm. video camera, but they left it in their living room. Yeah. And they had gone on vacation, and my in-laws, this when my mother-in-law was still living, um, their air conditioner had gone out. So Jerry and Julie went and stayed at Nicole and John's house. And we had come in for a week to see them. And we had planned to stay with my mother-in-law and father-in-law, but they're not there. They're at Nicole and John's house. And so I'm like, they're like on vacation and can get into their phone and look at what we're doing in their home. <laughs> I So my father-in-law turned the camera to where it was facing the wall instead of facing us. Oh, I must have bumped into it. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He I can pull the cord. I don't yep. Know. I yeah. thought I thought that story might be going a completely different way. <laughs> like <laughs> we did something. Like your in-laws got caught on camera getting a little amorous. No, <laughs> never. They wouldn't have done that. That's so. Can you imagine gross. how tra- traumatizing that would have been. That would have been them. awful. For all parties involved. Everybody. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that I could do like a a an in my house camera. Yeah, we've we've we had we've played with the idea of having one in the living room just in case there's a break in or something yeah. and we want to be able to see it. Yeah. But then I'm like, I would feel so weird knowing that you could just be staring at me at any given point. Uh-huh. I'm like sitting on the couch <laughs> and I got an itch, so I'm scratching and you you can watch me? No. Uh-uh. No, thank you. I don't want you to see what I become when you're not here. Exactly. <laughs> this is me time. <laughs> <laughs> you're at work right now. Because even if we've been married for over a decade, there's still a little bit of facade that we put on around our spouses. There should be, at we're least. Much, we're much grosser in real life. For real. <laughs> At least, I mean, I'm that way. <laughs> I am far more comfortable uh, when Chris is not in the house. <laughs> it's the well, truth. I'm right there with you, Bob. Thank you. Right there with you. <laughs> I am one gross dude. Deidre doesn't need to see that. I mean, I can't just go Put around. On my best face when Deidre's home. For real. I can't just go around being nasty and... No. Uh, That's funny. But then I feel bad for our spouses because, like, they're the ones that work outside the home. Yeah. And so they don't have that daily reprieve where Mm -hmm. they can be... They can let all their nastiness out. You're right. Sorry, guys. (laughs) All right. I think it's time for your favorite segment. Oh, it is time for my favorite segment. Ask 
us anything. <laughs> All right. What food have you never eaten but would really like to try? Okay. So, I have big problem with textures. Okay. Like flavors aren't really the main thing that keep me from trying things. It's textures that worry me the most. I really want to try actual real sushi. Mhm. But I am terrified to do so because of textures. Okay. Do you like rice? I like rice. Okay. So get That's the sushi. That's not the part I'm worried about. Listen, get the sushi. That's all that you can taste. That's the only texture you can really feel. Don't get the sushi that has um, like the raw fish on top. That's get what kind actual- of I was talking about. No, get an actual roll that's completely rolled and doesn't have anything laying on top of it. But the fish is still on the inside? It's on the inside. Yeah. And that's the roll that's like wrapped in seaweed paper or mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. But really the only texture you can taste is the rice. The feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel. Okay. Maybe that would be a good transition. But anyway, we lived in Albuquerque for forever and they have a really nice uh, sushi, upscale sushi restaurant called uh, Azuma, I think it's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And like... I would pass that billboard at least once a week going, man, we really just need to go. We just need to go try it. Mm-hmm. And every single time, I back out. Yeah? Like, nah, let's go someplace where we know we like the food. <laughs> I want to be adventurous, but I don't. It's so good, though. I, f- I, feel like I, I feel like I would love it if I could just get over that hump uh-huh. and try it. Oh, I love But sushi. I have this weird mental block that's just terrified... That I'm going to throw up as soon as I bite down. Yeah. I don't know. We uh, we talked about Mila's pageant earlier in the week. And one of the things when she walked out for her casual wear, they say, Mila is seven years old and she is from Clovis, New Mexico. At home, Mila has two brothers. Anyway, one of the things was, if you take Mila to a restaurant, she's likely to order sushi. And you hear, and that's true. Mila loves sushi. Yeah. But you hear the entire audience go, "What? She likes what? seven-year-old girl likes sushi? No <laughs> way!" That in my mama heart, I was like, "Yep, that's right. <laughs> I ain't raising no picky eater." <laughs> and you know what? My fascination with sushi started when I was a kid. Really? When I watched an episode of Doug about this very topic, about him being afraid to try a new food, sushi. He's never seen it before. I heard it was raw fish. Thought it was weird. Didn't want to eat it. And then he ate it. And then he loved it. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, that's going to be me one day. And it still hasn't happened. And I'm 33. <laughs> but, I, but that episode is so ingrained in my head that I still remember the the fake overhead music that was playing in this restaurant where they were eating. Like, it still is. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. I still remember that. It's still in there. Taunting me for not trying sushi yet. I don't know that I have a food, Matt. I'm a pretty adventurous eater. Yeah. I mean, my mom made sure that we were adventurous. Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you're afraid to eat. Right. So the only thing that I can really think of is lamb. I've never never had lamb. lamb. Really? I know. That's surprising. 
I've never had lamb. Never had a sabuco? Mm-mm. Never had a lamb shank? Nope. Lamb chops? With nope. applesauce? Nope. None of that? Nope. I know. I feel like that's a pretty safe bet, though. Like, you're going to like it. You think? Because I don't, like, if there's anything that's going to freak me out, it's going to be eating a baby lamb. <laughs> like. Why? As opposed to any lamb. other animal. Because it's a lamb. It's a little lamb. Uh-huh. It's the Lord's animal. It's a lamb. That's true. Yeah. You can't eat lambs or lions, guys. I know. <clears throat> Truthfully. <laughs> but we've that's had, funny. I mean, I've had a horse. That's gross. Excuse me? Uh-huh. You've had horse? Mm-hmm. That is actually uh, a common meat in Italy. Really? Mm-hmm. Horse? Yep. Clippity cloppy horse. Yep. Common meat. Common meat. That's disgusting. So they had these things called agriturismos in Italy. And it's, you drive past it and you think, oh, that's so cool. It's a farm. They have animals out there. And then you realize it is a farm. And also a rest, Also a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So they raise Gross. all of their animals and then cook them there to the point to where one of our friends her son had his birthday party at an agriturismo and the kids got to ride the horse around the corral and everything and then you go in to the restaurant side of it and realize uh, uh, what the menu is made of <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought you were gonna say and they slaughter the horse right in front of you no and you get to no eat it. it reminds me of something from the office oh gosh <laughs> where dwight, dwight Schrute tries to create a a machine that will remove four patties worth of horse meat from a horse without killing the animal sharper image is considering it brookstone's considering it sears said no <laughs> Golly. Uh, I got an office reference for anything. But, yes, you do. But gosh, that's you gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, eat lamb. It's great. Yeah. Lamb is really is... good. It's a lamb. Lamb. Okay, well, what if it, what if it, what if it wanted to die just to be eaten by you? <laughs> and now you're taking away its purpose. Taking away its purpose in life <laughs> by not allowing it to be eaten. Have you I seen that know. episode of The Simpsons? No. That's what made Lisa become a vegetarian character. It was a lamb. She like they had had lamb chops the night before and then they went to a petting zoo. And mm-hmm. so she kept having uh, hallucinations of the lamb. Mm-hmm. Why, Lisa? Why would you eat me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? That would be me. But it's only with lamb. Like, I can yeah. eat other meat just fine. I don't care for chicken. You know what I thought of the other day? The name Chick-fil-A makes it imply that they make their food out of baby chickens. Chicks. And I don't know how it makes me feel other than hungry. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Uh, Horse meat. Yep. You've eaten horse. You haven't eaten lamb. Cavallo. (laughs) Yep. Sounds like what I would say as I was hurling my guts out. Come on. <laughs> 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 
horse meat. Whatever. I can't get over this. It's been 40 minutes. We need to go. I, yeah. <laughs> am, am I holding us up in some way? I was I'm, just, I was, I'm shocked. I'm in shock. Oh, gosh. You got to tell them how to get us those questions. Send us your again. questions at AMA at backrowradio.com. And, Ask me uh, anything. Do them good. Do some, do some good questions. Yep. Because we ain't going to answer no basic questions. Because we no ain't basic. basic people. We ain't basic, y'all. Most basic thing we I ex- do is go we to We extra. We, we extra. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Throwback Thursday. We got some more of the throwback music from 95 to 2005. All the best stuff. Some of the stuff maybe you haven't heard before, but it's still good, y'all. Still good. Stick around. We'll be back in a little while to close out the show. Welcome back as we close out our show for the week. What? Ooh, that was a high-pitched week. That was a week. 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 Oh. Oh, my. Bible verse for the day is Psalm 119, 143. Trouble and distress have come upon me, but your commands give me delight. Rick Warren reminds us that without the grace of Jesus, a hopeless end. With the grace of Jesus, an endless hope. Pray for him. He's in the hospital. Is he really? Yep. What's he in the hospital for? Don't know. Chris and I saw it. A lot of help you are. I know. I'm Googling it. Rick Warren. You're Googling it? You Google. I'll read the outro. Okay. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on BackrowRadio.com or where most places you can get podcasts from are at. Oh, yep. Uh, huh? Oh. <laughs> you find anything? Uh, yeah, here. Um, oh. There you go. Tune in tomorrow for your my friend and I trust you with Donnie and Jordan as they kick off our weekend with Feel Good Friday, and we'll see you again on Monday. He is in the hospital for immediate surgery for an intestinal condition. That's all it says. He is expected to recover. Weird. Okay. Pray for Wick, Rick Warren, guys. Wick, Wick, Wick Woolwin. Pray for Wick Woolwin. <laughs> Wick Woolwin. Wick Woolwin. Uh, uh, did you say your part? Okay. I did. Also, tune in Chatterday morning <laughs> for <laughs> Saturday morning for Chapter Day, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, uh, where you can hear amazing shows like Hear No Evil, the Free Play Podcast, and Not Another Baptist Podcast. You can find the schedule on BackRowRadio.com. Thank you to today's sponsor. Please don't side hug me. The best of back row Baptist. Mo, what's the final word? I need a nap. <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. Eating horse burgers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>